Hello, my name is Paul Boag and you're listening to Digital Insights. This episode is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. As small, as small business owners, we're busier than ever, aren't we? Because we are focused on managing and growing our business. And that means that we can't spend time that we would like to on recruitment. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates for free. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for the role because... Did you know that nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week? Post your first job for free at linkedin.com forward slash DI. That's linkedin.com forward slash DI to post your first job for free. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about 10 principles that I've learned about user experience design, user interface design over the 27 years I've been working in the field because I have a weird hobby. I collect examples of bad user interface design, sites that I go to that just annoy the crap out of me. It's an idea I got from Vincent Flanders, whose website, Web Pages That Suck, was an inspiration to me in the early part of my career. I find that the best way to learn how to create a good user interface is to look at bad examples and then do the opposite. Maybe it's not the most scientific approach, but it's worked for me and it's enabled me to create 10 principles that underpin my approach to user interface design. 10 principles I want to share with you in this podcast. Okay, so let's dive in with number one. Make your user interface design effortless. Whether you want to encourage repeat traffic or increase conversion, one of the best things that you can do is make your user interface as easy to use as possible. You see, users will always take the path of least resistance, and that means if you want to, if you make the experience simple, they will choose you over the competition every time, even if it costs a little bit more. Time and again, I see sites that seem determined to make life more challenging for users rather than easier. Take, for example, passwords. There's no reason why they need to be so painful. Sites that insist on long passwords made up of letters, numbers and symbols just make life irritating. There's no need for this. There are plenty of other options, most notably sending a user a verification link to their email address or mobile phone that they can simply click on to log in. Not that passwords are the only example of us forcing users to do unnecessary things and put in unnecessary effort. Unsubscribe links in emails are another great example. Unsubscribing should be a single click, yet often users are required to enter their email address while they're unsubscribing. Not that passwords are the only example of us forcing users to put in unnecessary effort. Unsubscribe links in emails are another great example. Unsubscribing should be a single click, yet often users are required to enter the email address they're unsubscribing. In some cases, sites even require them to log in to unsubscribe. Login details that people often can't remember. Number two, don't make your problems the user's issue. The next problem I see regularly are user interface designers and web developers creating user interface designs that are more focused on solving their problems than the problems of users. In fact, many designers and developers seem quite happy to shift their work onto the shoulder of users. For example, take the problem many sites have with brute force attacks and spam. 
The solution many developers adopt is to add capture to the site. That's a quick and easy fix for them, but adds hassle and complexity to the user's experience. Why should a user have to prove they're human? Formatting is another example of this problem. I come across many sites that require users to format telephone numbers and postcodes in a specific way. That's because reformatting information to put into a database is going to take time and effort, and it's easier just to make the user enter the data in the correct format to begin with. Number three, sweat the details of your user interface design. Part of the problem with user interface design is that it's easy to make something look good enough. But looking good enough does not equal a great user experience. When it comes to user interface design, the devil is in the detail. It's the little things that make all the difference. Tiny annoyances in the user interface design are nothing by themselves, but they quickly build up to create a more frustrating user experience. My old banking app is an excellent example of this. I've moved from First Direct to Barclays only because I became fed up with dealing with the frustrating little elements of the experience that felt like death by a thousand cuts. Number four, clarity over cleverness. One of my personal bugbears when it comes to user interface design are sites that try to be clever or cute. 404 error pages are the biggest example of this and it drives me nuts. Finding that the link you've clicked on is not working is an incredibly frustrating experience and yet this is the very moment that designers decide to make some cute comment or dumb joke frequently relating to Star Wars. This is not the page you're looking for. It's infuriating. A 404 page should be the place that helps the user find the content thereafter, not making some cheap joke. But error pages are not the only example of this. Marketers like their clever copy as well, don't they? They try to engage with users using emotionally charged writing. But in the process of doing so, they often lose clarity. It becomes unclear exactly what they're selling. Don't misunderstand me. There's a place for engaging copy and design delights. But we have to be sensitive about how we use them and not hinder the user from doing what they want to do or finding out what they need to know. Number five, be human. A fascinating thing happens when someone sits down to write some web copy or design a user interface. They seem to cease being a human being. They start designing things and writing things that no human would ever do in real life. Take, for example, this copy I found on a university website. As well as ensuring students make the most of their potential through their academic studies, the university also provides an environment which caters to all students by offering a range of accommodation, catering facilities, an active student union, sports and the arts. No human being ever talks like that with the possible exception of maybe that serial killer from Silence of the Lambs, you know, the it rubs the lotion on its skin. That could easily be so much more friendly. Student life is about more than just studying. We support you in everything you need, from accommodation and catering to an active student union, excellent sports facilities and an engaging arts programme. Isn't that better? Worse still is that user experience design is becoming increasingly manipulative. Is treating users like cattle led to the slaughter rather than valuable customers who need to be nurtured? Number six, 
Designed for somebody, alienate nobody. I'm amazed how bland and boring many websites are these days. It seems to me that many organisations look no further than their competition for inspiration and as a result, all the sites in the sector end up looking the same. But that isn't actually the real issue as to why sites look bland. The heart of the problem is that organisations are trying to appeal to everybody. They're failing to prioritise their audiences and so the result is insipid, mediocre design that because they're too afraid of offending anybody. Don't get me wrong. It's important that you des- your design doesn't alienate people. But if you're trying to appeal to everybody, you end up appealing to nobody. You have to pick an audience and design for them. Number seven, respect user interface design conventions. Although it's great that our designs are fresh and original, there is a balance to be struck. Being original doesn't mean that you throw out all the conventions that have emerged online. I often come across sites where the designer has been so desperate to be original that the user interface design has turned into an incomprehensible mess that no user could realistically navigate. To make your site stand out from the crowd, it's not necessary to throw out conventions. Navigation doesn't suddenly need to appear at the bottom of the page, and neither do we need to resurrect mystery meat navigation. Instead, we should seek to ensure consistency across our sites, but also a sense of familiarity. Number eight, don't break the web. Every designer must respect the medium he or she is working in, and user interface designers are no exception. Many web designers seem to ignore this fact, creating sites that fight the inherent nature of the browser. I often encounter sites that break the back button or fight the fluid aspect of the web. Sites that break browser history or the website address. Let alone websites that seem to decimate site accessibility, something built into the web by default. Modern web apps are the worst culprit for this. Because these apps deliver content via JavaScript, they end up breaking the page model that the web is built on. That means that back buttons, browser history and web addresses all stop working. It also creates serious accessibility problems. Now, you could argue this is nothing to do with user interface design, but the browser is part of the user interface and so we need to consider it. Just because we are building web apps doesn't mean we can ignore the fact that we're delivering those experiences through a browser. Number nine, fail gracefully. Good user interface design needs to be able to adapt to the unexpected, and that means gracefully failing when things go wrong. Unfortunately, so many sites are failing on this front. Too many sites I encounter throw incomprehensible error messages and blame the user for the problem or just fail to do anything. They just stop. But this is not just a technical or a copywriting problem. I see designers place error messages in one location when the user's attention is in another. That leaves the user wondering what's happened because they don't spot the message telling them that there's a problem. Number 10. Put the user's needs first. Finally, we come to the uh, most important lesson that we can learn from bad user interface design. And that is to always put the user's needs first. Too many organizations are so fixated on their own agenda that they fail to consider user needs. Take, for example, newsletter sign-up forms. Rarely does a user go to a site wanting to sign up to a newsletter. They've got some other goal in mind. 
However, often we leap on users as soon as they arrive on our site, asking them to complete our call to action of signing up to the newsletter. We interrupt their task to ask them to complete ours. And that's a mistake, both from the user's perspective, but also from a business viewpoint. If we first help users complete their tasks, we'll find that they're much more open to going about completing our call to action. To be honest, this whole list is very much the tip of the iceberg. Rarely a day goes by where I don't come across some dumb user interface design decision that makes my blood boil. And I see so many organizations fixating on personalization, VR, blockchains, or whatever the latest trend is, when we don't even seem to have the basics right yet. Look, before we embrace the new and shiny, let's give users the experience they deserve.